So you're telling me that it's gotten so bad in California that you've just taken your office and you've just moved it to your house. Like a minute ago when we were starting, you said something about, <laughs> and I stopped you. You said you've moved your stand-up desk to your house. Is that what you said? So you just, like you just go home and you just stand up at your stand-up desk? Is just, that what you're telling me? So I'm doing right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> we're we're currently. And we're not making a lot of the fact that it's tough in California. We're oh gosh, you just have trying to, to have what somewhat. You, what are you going to do, man? Yeah. Yeah, so we're working remotely pretty much again for a few weeks, and so I just decided this time. A few time weeks. You texted me earlier that it's going to be the end of January before you go back to the office. Uh, we, that's possibly. me being probably pessimistic. But Was it? Okay. I'm preparing for the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the things I figured out this year is things can always get worse. Um, yes, yes, indeed. So I just des- I decided the first time around we just figured out how to make it work at home, but the kids weren't necessarily all doing school either. Now i got kids doing school. We're both, my wife and I are both trying to work from home so i just said we'll bring the desk home bring the desk home just pretend i did that whenever i I mean when we had our however month couple months stint at home like i just pulled everything home like not literally everything but like i had a whole setup you know no doubt hey other fun fact you and i both had a weird disney (laughs) this is weird bonding yesterday may never happen again probably never happen again (laughs) and probably people listening are like what are you talking about so yesterday, I left Disney World. We were there for about five days. By the way, just for the record, I feel safer there than anywhere else, including Walmart for sure. Well, that's um, not hard. Come they on, have such high Who standards ever there. Safe it's amazing when it comes to masks and distancing. But I uh, know, like I left Disney World yesterday morning here in or-, or not here in Orlando, but in Orlando, and I actually went to Hollywood Studios and uh, rode the Rise of Resistance before we left the, the new ride, the new Star Wars ride again. Um, and I'm headed back. And as I'm headed back, you're headed to Disneyland. To Disneyland, and you which went to, isn't open. <laughs> it's not open, but but the, well, so they opened up Main Street or whatever, so you kind of hung out on Main Street a little bit. Yeah, downtown Disney's open here, so you can go down. That's free. And I saw that was hilarious. They were on and then, different sides of the world, and we're both. They got a. We should have done if we if, if we had thought ahead, we could have set up and recorded somehow remotely. From from Disney World, Disney. Disneyland. That'd be fun. We we could probably pull that off we at some pull point. That off sometime. That'd be great. Just did you record from Disney World? I record from Disneyland at the same time. Though. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, hey everybody, welcome to the Longer Hall. Uh, my name is Chris Trent, and I am a student pastor here in Marietta, Georgia. And that other guy is Jody Livingston, living all the way out in California, California. And we're just a couple of youth pastors. If you're visiting with us for the first time, hanging out, glad you're here, and we're super excited. We do have a few people that uh, help us out, and this isn't free. We don't make any money off of this, but it does cost us a little bit. So we've had some people come alongside us who love us, and they support us. Those are our sponsors. Yep. So we've got YM360. If you've been a long-time listener, they've really been with us for a long, long, long time. We love these guys so much. Appreciate everything that they're doing. They Honestly, man, like... They've been crushing it as tar- as far as how they're equipping guys, youth pastors, guys and girls in this season. They've Seriously, really. I mean, most folks by now like it will have it'll be too late for some of all the Christmas stuff. But all the Christmas stuff they did was incredible. That was so good, and was the really Christmas good. gifts and a bo- like they boxed us some Christmas. That stuff was incredible. It was good. But I so, tell you what, they're getting ready for, and they've got their eye on the summer now. Obviously, there's still some uncertainty for everybody, but. They do have summer plans as far as summer camp goes. So if you're interested, they've got some really unique ways they're doing that. So I would reach out to YM360 yeah. and check out their summer camp options. You were saying something about, like, you've yeah, seen a lot of I think of a lot of folks asking, are looking for curriculum right yeah. now. I've seen a lot of folks asking for curriculum suggestions. Well, that's how they they've got started. Got a, that's where they... Totally. Yeah. yeah. And they got a ton of curriculum. Great, great curriculum. A bunch of options for you yeah. there. So be sure to have a YM360. Great folks. Yeah, we, we use them. You know, we trust yep. them. We use them. Um, they're not just friends that I mean they're and supporters of our show, but but people that we we use and, yep, and no trust doubt. with our students. So ym360.com for them. You can save yourself a little bit of money there by using the promo code. And this has changed if you've been a long time listener. So now the promo code is okay. You ready? I'm going to spell it again. Longer hall, the number four, the letter U. That's so right. longer hall for you. That'll save you twenty percent off your next order. So you should totally use that. And then we also 
uh, in our in our last episode, um, we we talked all about this. The new sponsor was guest on there for us. Yeah, InfoForFamilies.com. Yeah, Bear Johnson. Bear Johnson, great guy. Former great youth episode. pastor. Former youth pastor. If you've Lead not listened to that ministry. episode, you should go yep. back and listen. It was really really good. Um, and and they have just come out with a new kind of course to help parents navigate technology and smartphones specifically called Smartphones 101. And so if you go to smartphones-101.com um, and check that out, you can save 25% on your purchase of that or your order of that by using the promo code Longer Hall. It's a great resource. It really it's is because he, he did really, it all really video-based. He's got some very unique stuff there. And folks listening, what this is, is this is a resource that you, I don't know, but I think, Jody, you probably get asked this all the time. Hey, can you help me out with smartphones? Can you help me out with trying to figure out, or can, you know, this is a resource that you can point parents to with confidence. Um, and I'll tell you right now, as folks are listening to this, especially if you're not listening to this, it's still maybe around January 2021, um, a lot of parents of like middle schoolers got the kids their first phone, and this would be a great time to do it. So check it out. Especially since they're home all the time. .com. Yeah, yep. that's good. So make he's sure. He's got a lot of other ton. By the way, he's got a ton of other awesome resources too. Yep. Uh, so you can check that out at info for families. But yeah, really, good really times. Good that's smartphone-101.com. Yep. Great. Go check out. Buy all the things at both. Just buy them all. They're great. Um, so we are kind of finally, finally at the end of 2020. I see the light. It's almost there. At the I end mean, of the it's, tunnel. it's, just it's showing up on my calendar which is amazing um and so we thought i hope it's not a bug zapper light i hope it's like a light <laughs> of, of glory you know what i'm well, saying like we'll i don't want to be like in there. bug's life where you're like don't look at the light oh, like i want it to be a good light light at the end yeah. of the tunnel we'll know when we get there <laughs> i know um we thought it would be good I, we've we've talked we've had a ton of conversations this year um navigating i think we've talked more offline than online for sure. And if you're a listener, before. you would know. That. Yes. Um, a lot of venting, a lot of counseling that we owe each other for. Um, but it's been a, it's been a challenging year, but it's been a good year. I think we've learned a lot this year. And so we thought it would be really, really timely. And we've done this before where we kind of stop and say, hey, here's our top five things that we've learned this year in 2020. And so I have five things. You have five things. I do. It probably won't be end up being 10 things because I'm guessing – I don't know your list, and you don't mind. We haven't talked. Well, we both can agree that the number one on both of our lists is COVID sucks. Yeah. That's number Does one. That That's count? the number one thing we learned. So we're scratching that one off. We're still going to do 10 or five so, each. You know, so. Yeah, so so we're there'll be 10, but some of them may be the same. We don't know. We'll see. So we'll see how many we end up with. But hopefully um, this will be good. And then I would, man, I would love to hear even from listeners on this what um, – what you've learned, and so you I think can be great. I'm going to put a fa- matter of fact. I think I'm going to put a thing. I'd already thought about putting a thing on our Facebook page, asking that maybe in a week yeah. or so, once people have had a chance to listen. I did this with my staff as well, and it was really interesting to hear other people's responses to this. So this is just a really timely yeah. question. I feel like I should have thought of that. Yeah, it's I good. I didn't do it. My list is just for me, so it won't be nearly as good. How'd you make your list, by the way? Just as before we get into it, so I was thinking ministry lessons, personal lessons, kind of, that's what I was thinking. Is that you as well? Nope. Nope. What? Uh, you know, we've done enough of these to know that you're going to be way more organized than I'm going to be. Well, yeah, I just I have that. five lessons. They're kind of all over the place. Okay. All right. Okay. But, the, but they are, I think they could apply. Most of these could apply in a few categories. Mine's an outline of a mini book. That's what I'm going to tell you right now, son. Yeah. Well, we play. both know you're never going to finish it. So yeah, it's okay. okay. Um, yeah. Okay. You want to start us off? Uh, I can't. You want me to go deep or uh, not so deep? Your, your choice. I'll go straight. I'll go straight to the heart. Okay, so, because this was the first one that came to my mind. Um, here's the first thing I wrote down. It's easy to walk with Jesus when things are great. It can be hard to walk in Jesus with Jesus in a pandemic. Mm. It's easy to walk with Jesus when things are great. It can be hard to walk with Jesus in a pandemic. That's just me being really transparent and acknowledging that it has been a challenging how many months? <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Nine maybe. months. I don't know. When it, it comes it, to staying close to Jesus, when it comes to just reading, having my quiet times, devos, whatever you happen to call your time 
with the Lord. And even personally, just um, walking walking with the Spirit as opposed to walking in my own power at times, you know. So um, I've just found that it's incredibly... Now, to be fair, there are times where I think this has driven me to Jesus more. Sure. Because of the because of the difficulty, you know, and I, I've heard a lot of people talk about that. And, and that's been true for sure, where I just, you know, I, I just have to turn to Jesus because there's nothing else. But if I'm being really transparent, one of the things I've learned is, man, when everything's just going boop, boop, yeah, awesome, super easy, but it's pretty hard. That's a good one. I think, um, wh- I think what's interesting is when when this whole thing started in March or whatever it was, I think, and we talked with naively, I'll speak for me. We're like, okay, we'll do this for a few weeks and then we'll be good. You know, we'll be back. I yeah. think we were, you know, at that point we were still thinking, oh, summer camp's going to, going to roll. Like there's no, I mean, <laughs> you know, like this is, this is going to be fine. And then we'll get out of it. Do you remember how much you our- wrestled with canceling summer camp oh or gosh, canceling anything? Dude. It was like, oh my gosh, can we do it? I don't can't can, sh- can, Is there any possible things like crazy, man? I'm just like, I cancel this. up <laughs> So, but I think as it, as the, um, as the year has gone on or the months have, have passed, um, man, it's become increasingly difficult because I think initially, um, so many of those things felt very temporary and now it's like, man, when will it end? And so that, the weight of that factored in to what you're saying makes, makes walking the walking with Jesus part, like it's hard, man. It's yeah. just hard. You just well, want to I think that's sin too. Like there's just a part of totally. that. We've gone really deep, really faster. I know, but part of that is our nature mm-hmm. can be to turn to vices whenever things and those vices are often sinful, you know, um, which pulls us away from the Lord. So I, uh, so yeah, it's just, it's been tough. Um, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one to start with. That's a good one. How about kind you? Of Sunday, kind of Sunday school answer, but it's good. Whatever, dude. That's good. That's <laughs> me being honest. Um, I think, okay, so my first one is, is um, it's really important to know your why. Um, okay. It's really important to know your why. And, and here's what I mean by that. I, we've talked about this, but I think a lot of these lessons are probably going to be just things we've been reminded of. Um, but, you know, when we... We have had to reinvent our reinventions, right? We have we have changed and pivoted and had to, every time we had a plan, we would get right to it and then have to change it again. And, you know, and so what, what became really obvious as the year went on is that we need to understand why we're doing everything. And that's not new like, I think we've talked about that before, but man, when you sit down and you think like, okay, so we do small groups, right? Okay. We're going to have to kick small groups to zoom. That sounds awful. And it was awful. It has been awful. It's not been great. Um, and part of that is because zoom is primarily like an informational platform, Yeah, right? It works great if you're teaching something. It's great for a meeting. But it's not great for community. It's not. And so all of a sudden now we're we're wrestling through these things and we're like trying to figure out, well, okay, if we just want to disseminate information, great, then Zoom works. But why does it suck so bad when we're trying to do small groups? And it's not because it's not necessarily just because we're not face to face. Um, There's a why deeper. And so as, as we sat down as a student team and start trying to think through like, okay, what is the why? Why are we doing small groups and what is it we're trying to accomplish? All of a sudden we can start to recognize like this is kind of a core value for us for small groups. This is a why. Then it kind of allowed us all of a sudden to say, okay, if we can't accomplish this with a Zoom small group and we believe this to be a a core why for us, what are other ways that we can step in and try to meet that need? Um, And that, that's been really helpful for me. And honestly, um, I mean, again, just being totally transparent, I was, I was really surprised at how many things we didn't have wise for. Mm. 
and I, I, I and I felt like we, I mean, I evaluate everything constantly, and I and I felt like pre pre pandemic, if you'd have asked me why we did anything, I could have given you an answer, and meant it, and it's probably true. But man, when we sit down and go, okay, what's our why? And we say, okay, well, this is why. And then you go, but is that really why? Because that doesn't feel like why. I mean, like, we we would spend 20 minutes trying to figure out why is it that we're doing this in the yeah. first place. And so, yeah, I mean, we that was that a, out a lot with the question of should we? Yes. Which leads to the question of yeah, why, right? Right. So we've literally been sitting in a room and gone, Okay, should we be doing this? Yeah. Like, what's the purpose? Like, what, right. Are we doing it just because we've always done it? And we, or a lot of times it comes out for us like, you know, we're going to replace something that we can't do. Yeah. Okay, but should we replace something that we can't do? Or is it better just to say, so we had to cancel spring break missions, and that was a big discussion mm-hmm. for my team. They were awesome as we wrestled with all of that, you know, um, it was really interesting just to hear, um, as we, you know, we, as we had to wrestle through, you know, like here, the, should we, and yeah. we come, as a result though, of the asking the, should we, another idea came out that was super awesome, uh, that somebody else on the team pitch. It was great, you know? So yeah, man, it's good. Yeah. That's been, I, I mean, that's been a gut wrenching process. Yeah. Because in you know, when you're sitting here like you're saying, Oh, should we cancel this? Well, why do we do it? And then the other part is you don't some things you don't want to cancel because you're canceling everything. So you we sit yeah, there sometimes we're like, We have no why. We don't know why we should do this. We don't know why we did it before. It was just happening and we've always done yeah. it. Yeah, totally. But do we have to cancel it now just because we don't think we need it? Or is it okay to have some normalcy? <laughs> It's yeah. So even in that, like, wh- okay, well, that's a why. I don't yeah. know if it's a good one, but that's a why. We just don't want to cancel it right now. Yeah, good. So that's a big one for us. Uh, I'm going to play off of that one a little bit for number two for me uh, because I think part of the the why uh, leads to the problem that I'm about to mention, a uh, thing that I've learned. and It's going to be a little judgmental sounding, full transparency. Um, but one of the things I've learned is only about half of our youth group are more than casual attenders. Oh, that was one of mine. You did not. I have it. Yep. So I phrased it differently, I, but it's but, the same. And I would even go, the asterisk there would be the church, period. Yeah. Like our, our, our entire. So, so our, and here's what's interesting, Jody, and I think you and I maybe have had this conversation. What I'm seeing is, and what I'm talking, when I'm talking, everybody's like at 50%. Mm-hmm. Right. So here's what's interesting. Oh, unless I'll give you the exception to that. Okay. So the, the churches, and this isn't, this isn't a matter of fact rule and it's probably unfair to say, but one of the things that we have seen right, wrong or indifferent, the churches that we've seen really experience growth, a lot of the churches uh, or who haven't fallen off as much are the ones who have decided to forego all the restrictions and continue to meet. So like we've had folks. I think that's a California. That's probably a California thing, thing but it, it it's probably more out of like I think, I think probably once you get beyond kind of the South Bible Belt, probably you see a little yeah, more yeah, of yeah. that. Yeah, but I'm for sure that. we've yeah. seen that here. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, I think I think one of my thoughts there is again, and I don't I don't mean this to completely rip people, and because I know people are what we're in this for, right? And I love people. Um, that's why I do this, and. But it's been really interesting because I think part of the you, when you talk about the why, I feel like it's somewhat revealing that whenever you come back and you're not full strength, but you're only offering, say, a worship service that you have to register for and there's limited attendance, that you have only half the people interested in, you know, and, and to me that goes back to well, why were they coming in the first place? Here's the other part that's interesting. Last time you and I talked. Your budget at your church mm-hmm. is still pretty on on track. Our budget is pretty on track. 
we're off a smidgen, you know, um, and we're being being smart and being prepared for the potential. But it, I, and I, I don't know. I know it, it'd be too much of a blanket statement to say everybody's feeling that or experiencing that. But I tell you what, I've heard of a lot of folks that are that their budget's still doing okay. Which makes me think, well, the the half that are still coming, those <laughs> yeah. are the ones that are givers, you know, and those are the core, you know, and the other folks, maybe I don't know, you know, it's just it's just interesting to me, and and I feel like if all of a sudden flip the switch, we're back to normal, I just would be shocked if we went back to the same numbers that we had before. Oh, I, yeah, I don't think so either. So I don't think so either. I, I had a conversation with one of our um, student pastors at one of our campuses this week, and, and man, he <laughs> feels so bad. Such a great guy, okay? But we hired him in the middle of the pandemic. So his his position had been open for a while. He was, um, he was on staff with us in a kind of a part-time capacity, and then we moved him, like, into into that role. But he's not—he's not really from that campus. He was on my campus with me. He was part time with me at my campus, so he stepped in with no relationships Ooh. prior to pandemic, right? Yeah. And, and he's trying to navigate frustrated people, and he's trying to minister to students who doesn't know, and equip volunteers that he's kind of getting to know, you know, <laughs> via Zoom. Dude. And uh, he's just—he was talking to me the other day. He's like, "Man, I just feel like we're losing so many kids, and I just feel." bad like it's like no dude this is everybody right now like yeah you can do two things you can and i'm not trying to minimize the the fact that students are leaving i i'm just saying i my encouragement to him is you know pour into all but focus on the ones who stay focus yeah. on who you have because you can get so distracted by the ones who aren't coming that you miss the opportunity with those who are in this oh, season yeah. and these kids that are with you in this season yeah come on these are your kids and they're going to be so much stronger on the other side of this. Gotcha. Um, it's been good, but I right, think so a lot of folks. That was one of yours. So am I going into another one now, number three, or are you doing number three? Um, I can do one. That's right. Um, the family time. This is a personal one. Personal, but okay. something we've also seen with our uh, with our folks. Um, yeah. Family time is easier to find than we thought. Oh, come on now. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. and and it's good. Yep, and 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 I say that as a family who we generally spend a lot of time together anyway, and try to go off and find fun things to do and adventures to do. But yeah, um, man, I am like move from Georgia I, to California, I that move kind across of stuff. the country and see things along the way. Yeah, um, and it's it's been interesting to see how many families now have had all this time together, and how they've learned. To, to do that better yeah. as the, as the months have gone on I think and that, really how easy I, it would have been to yeah. find it prior to this. We just had so many excuses of why we didn't have time together as our family. Yeah. And I don't even think, to be honest, no, I, I don't, I won't say think I know. Um, I don't, I, I did not realize how much time family time we didn't devote to our family Yeah, until all we had was family time. Yeah. yeah. It's been good, man. Like it's been, now it's been crazy, right? I'm standing here at a standing desk. I brought home from work. Um, and we got kids trying to do virtual school and yeah, we're stuck in that, but it's been good. We've played, we've put together more puzzles, played more card games. You know, I mean, we've just had more conversations. Um, it's been good, man. It's yeah, and I know really that's good. not everybody listening that has family. You know, I know that's not been the case for no, 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 no. everybody and. You and I, ha we happen to have older kids that you're able to yeah. have actual conversations with. If I had a two-year-old right now, <laughs> like I would A two-year-old, I'd be curious, like, if we had a two-year-old youth pastor. I'd be curious if we had a two. I'm going to go ahead and just label this or, or put the paint this. In. If we had a two-year-old male youth pastor, his wife came on. Like right she now, would I'd probably be, disagree. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> uh, I just sure. think as a whole, though, like... And really, even even beyond that, so what's what's been interesting too is we have still not regathered in person at our church for worship. Everything's still online. Yeah. Um. So we've had to learn what that looks like as a family, totally. 
you know, and establish those habits. And even that part of kind of every week sitting down and watching, you know, we'll go, we tend to go, like we do a recording on Saturday night of the service. Yeah. So, and staff can come to that. Yeah, yeah. So we will go to the recording as a family and sit, but then we also gather Sunday morning and watch. And it, um, I'm with you, Jody, on all this. Like that's I, been good. I, it's not one of mine, but I don't doubt that 10, 15, 20 years from now, when I'm sitting around a table with my grandkids telling stories, that there will be stories from this year that are told. Yeah. Good stories. Oh, no doubt. No, good, good stories. Because we've just done some crazy stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's good, man. It's good. Yep. Uh, all right. You want me? To, you want me to do number three? Go for it. Uh, after all the uh, after all these years of, of of doing this stuff, of being a leader, I still have a lot to learn about being a leader. Jiminy crickets. Gee whiz. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. I wrote, I wrote leading is hard <laughs> and another book on leadership doesn't help me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Cause there's not one that's a leader during a pandemic, right? Or, or another fill in another podcast on leadership. What one thread that's kind of running through all of this people that aren't coming back to church, how your family is responding, how we lead. One thread that's true is how revealing this thing has been. Yeah, I mean, it's been incredibly exposing. Expose, reveal, uh, clarify. I mean, it's been... On on every level. Right, so I've felt that as a leader, like my... Just not... So I won't beat myself up too bad on the first part. There have been some parts where I've been like... Because I'm pretty decent at administration, that's been a real, uh, real strength of mine during this process. Yeah. But some of my negative tendencies, though, when I'm unhealthy, have been really poor, you know, like extra poor during this time as well. Um, not listening well, being over opinionated at times, those type of things for me. I, but I, I can't imagine that. that. Jody, look, man, we're friends. Okay, listen. Okay, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, re, it, it, it's reminded me, and honestly, to the point where I've actually, I actually have gone out and, you know, read a couple articles and tried to, I've tried to identify some of my weaknesses and go, what can I do to strengthen yeah. that area a little bit? Um, you know, just try to get better. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's one thing I've learned in 2020 is I still got a lot to learn. Yeah, 50, I mean, I 50 years old, but man, I still have a lot to learn. Yikes. We've had we've had a lot of conversations about that this year, you and I, and just uh, the, I was so my, I took my first job role as a youth pastor in um, May of 1999. Yep. So you you, you know I could have been in your youth group, um, and so what is that twenty twenty one years twenty one something like that, um. And I don't think there's so much of that time that has left me unprepared still to navigate this year. Now there's been things for sure that have been helpful. Like, yeah, I think we would both, you would probably agree with me to say like, there's some key core leadership things, skill sets that kind of carry you that, that kind of regardless of the season you're in. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, there's nuggets all throughout, you know, all of that. But, um, yeah, but it's been a, yeah, it's been tough. It's been a learning year. It's been a learn. I've quit more times this year (laughs) than I ever have. I've actually Uh, saved on my phone, Jody. If I just type the word (laughs) DQ, it replies to you. Don't quit. That's good. It's been a lot. Uh, It's been a lot. I think I texted you last week. uh, This really, really long, like crazy long threat thing. And you said, don't quit. (laughs) You know, and I think this isn't one of my things, but I think I said to you, we, we've talked about this, that this longevity thing is no joke, man. That's why the podcast exists. Like, that's yeah. why that's why we're here. Because totally. if it was easy, we wouldn't need to do this. Everybody would stay put. And yeah. I think and I've realized. And stay in ministry. For, and for stay that. in ministry. I think I've realized 
so much of this is just not quitting. Yeah. <laughs> like it really just comes down to like somebody asked, if somebody would ask me today, like, and they said, Hey, what's the, what's the, like, give me like the top two or three things to, to be in ministry for the longer haul. I'd say, well, walk close with Jesus, love and lead your family well, and don't quit. Yeah. I mean, really. And if I had a fourth, it'd be don't get fired. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I, it's been a, been quite a year, but it's, but I think it's easy to focus on those frustrations. It's easy to focus on the criticisms. It's easy to focus on the negatives. Yeah, totally. But man, there's so much good that I think that has come out of this year as well. And I'm I'm thankful and grateful for all of it. And I genuinely feel like coming out of this season, we will all be better leaders and better pastors as a result of having having walked through it. Um so I'm I'm grateful yep. for all that. Uh how about you number four for you? Okay, this one I don't know how to phrase this. I tried to phrase it a few different ways and it probably is not gonna make sense, so I'll try to flush it up. So, you know, like normal when I have yeah. something to say. Um, I wrote that, uh, games, neither games nor content is sufficient for lasting impact in ministry. And so I think what, what happened when, when the pandemic happened, right? Like all of a sudden the man, the, the forums and the groups started blowing up with people asking for games, right? Zoom games. Zoom games, right? We needed yeah. games, 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 games. And we all did it. We all were trying to, how, how the heck do we do? I mean, you had a magician come in on Zoom. That's amazing. Um, but as this, again, as the year has gone on, I realized like, I'm not sure that, that games are quite as important as we've made them. I'm not saying they're not important and I'm not saying I'll never play them again because we for sure will. But it's, they're not enough. I think we've emphasized games and then we've emph- emphasized content so much so like we kind of swung the other direction so now we've just been pumping content at kids yeah um and i'm not sure that that's really done a lot either in terms of um in terms of lasting ministry and 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 neither equal probably because neither equal necessarily equal shepherding people well um and somewhere in the middle of that is a really good healthy balance that i feel like we're tr- still trying to find week to week in an online space. Um, but you just got to love people well, man. And that's going to look different. That's going to look different. You can do that in a, you can do that in a small church. Um, you can do that in a large church. You can do that in a multi-site church, you, but you've got to do it. And it's going to look and feel different everywhere. And it's going to involve maybe some games and it's going to involve a lot of content, but it can't just be that. It's yeah. never going to be enough. I hear you. I think you're right. Like, uh, it definitely helps you realize it's just not enough. You know, yeah. games and yeah. content alone are not enough. I could piggyback off of that uh, for my number four because it, it, it is connected. And, and my number four was having strong volunteers is crucial during mm-hmm. a pandemic. Because you said where's the you said something about meeting in the middle, yeah. Here's where I would say the middle is. In the middle, there's a volunteer that's strong, that has stayed connected with their eight, twelve teenagers, with or without your help. They've leaned in and stayed connected to them these last nine months. So if I look at the health of our group. Though that's where the most healthy kids seem to be to me are the ones that have incredible leaders that are, that are still staying plugged in with them. Again, we talk about everything being revealing and uh, clarifying, and uh, I think that was something that was overwhelming to me maybe six months ago as we were a few months in, you know, as I started looking around and go, Oh my gosh, like we've got some really amazing. And then we've got some things that are not healthy right now. Right. And my guess is that folks listening, that they're, uh, 
falling all over the map there. You've got some that have volunteers that are incredibly strong and they've done a great job and they've stayed connected and they've leaned in and you couldn't stop them from having bonfires outside and having fun with their kids or having Bible studies and continuing to text and encourage and all those things, right? Uh, My guess is that there, this is where it's going to start to sting a little bit. There's some youth pastors listening that didn't have a volunteer base at all. Oh, for sure. And all of a sudden they found themselves on an island because they could not bring all of the kids into that Wednesday night service or whatever that might be. That volunteers are crucial, and this has been a good reminder of that. And I think as we, well, what what we are doing, we've set goals for ourselves. What we are doing is we're leaning into our volunteers more than we ever have over the next three to six months. In terms of in terms of training, in terms of encouraging, in terms of like what does that look like? Yes, to both of those. Like an actual strategy that says here are here's when we will be meeting and training over the next three to four months. Uh including a strategy on how we're just simply even gonna be an encouragement to them. Yeah. Even look even having a strategy of like how often we might give them a little candy bar to say thank you. You know, yeah. all those type of things or whatever, but you, unless you just are wired in a way that you would automatically remember to do all of those things, yeah. most likely you won't do those things. Yeah, because so many times as a student pastor, I see, you know, it's so easy to lose sight of the volunteer because you're looking at the student. So you can look past the volunteer often. And, you know, I think every we would all say we, we love our volunteers, we value our volunteers, we train and yeah, equip yeah. our volunteers. But I think like you're saying, maybe we're not doing as much as we thought or as much as we could have done. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, I think the other the other thing, this is the last thing I had on my list is that'd be number five for you, right? Yep. Somewhere in there, yeah. Yep. Um this is the last thing, so it's gotta be five. Number five. Is I got one more, so yep, we're it. Um we I don't th- we hadn't prepared our parents and families well. Okay. And we, I, that wasn't something we we knew that. Like we had actually talked about it before the pandemic. We have to do a better job equipping parents, right? And um and then the pandemic happened and it was like, oh, dang it. We we've really we missed our opportunity here. So it, but it's brought about some really good and healthy conversations for us. And and even like you're saying with the volunteers, like, um, how do we communicate with parents? Are yeah. we communicating as clearly as we can? Are we providing opportunities for parents to learn from parents and to parents to uh, build kind of a support and community among themselves? All of that, that piece was, uh, it's been good for us. We've had some really good conversations about what that might look like going forward. Yeah. And honestly, a lot of the things that we've done in this season that we would continue and hope to continue going afterward. I think so. that's great. I mean, I, that's not one of mine, but I mean, parent, parent ministry. If, if it's not something you, you've been doing, you probably are aware that you've not been doing it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's probably been something that's come out and I think there's a hunger there that the, trainings that we've started doing on Sunday night over Zoom with parents where we bring in folks from just all over to um, parents have jumped on that they've eaten that stuff up man so yeah well it's been interesting because I think um, when I was in when I was in in Georgia we did a great job with parents and um, you know we're two years in and nine months that's been a pandemic so we haven't quite established enough of a rhythm there yet with parents and it was felt very, very felt. But like you're saying, the encouraging part is I think if we had tried to do it before, we probably wouldn't have had a ton of interest. It would have taken us a while to get some buy-in and momentum for the need yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that yeah. is not the case right now. Yeah, I think I think it would be wise if folks listening, I think one of the takeaways from this one would be to say pay attention to what parents are needing right now because there's an opportunity 
I think many of them will jump on to get involved and stay, you know, with some type of paraministry. Yeah. So, yeah. And it doesn't have to be big. Start somewhere. Start small. Yeah. It's huge. It's good, man. Good. Uh, well, my last one is simply, uh, I don't know that it's simple, but uh, <laughs> uh, my handful of people that I seek counsel from have never been so important. Mm, that's a really uh, good one. So Proverbs fifteen twenty two: without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Um, I'm telling you, man, like having people in my life that I can call and say, Hey, I just need to process this with you. Yeah. And I'm not trying to get all mushy. Jody, you're one of those guys in my life, you know? Um, I think we are to each other, you know? And, uh, so I, I would just say like it, it's so important to have people that we can counsel with and people that are wise and, and, and will be honest with you and it, it's, it's never been more important. Now, how, how do you have people like that in your life? How do I have people? Uh, that's the lesson maybe for someone that's younger listening. Yeah. It takes intentionality. You've got to seek those people out. And I would I would dare say I've literally I've prayed for those people over the years. I've prayed that God would put people in my life to that that number one have wisdom, that have experience, and that could be someone that I could go to. There have been so many moments where I've felt the weight of I am about to recommend that we fill in the blank. Cancel, start, drop, do, press on, don't press on, spend money this way, don't spend money this way. So many things. It has been helpful for me at times just to be able to call someone and go, hey, am I getting this right? Am I? Yeah. Because, again, it's been a hard year and everything's emotional and and I'm and like I've said early in the beginning, man, walking with Jesus is easier when things are great, it feels like, and sometimes I don't feel like I'm you know so having those folks is super important. So I would encourage anyone listening, like if you don't have a if you don't have three to five people start looking for those folks, you know, um both men and women. Um, that you could seek counsel from. Yeah, and I think, um, I think that that has been so important for me. Honestly, even Can before I the say, pandemic. Let me just say this real quick. I'm interrupting you. I think you're gonna, <laughs> these people are not found where in a Facebook group. In a Facebook group, unless it's the longer haul. <laughs> I don't even think that's a great no, place no, to go for that. Great place, no. This I mean, needs to be good. people it's that good. you trust. Look, I'm not saying. Look, I think it's great if you want a game idea. Yeah, I see some questions on some of these Facebook groups. I'm going. That's a that's a, that's a let me take you to coffee. Yeah. Let anyway, me, okay. What were you about to say? I'm sorry. Um, I've I think the pandemic has certainly in me made that more important than it was before. But even in the move. Even leading up into the move here. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, oh man, those those people are just incredibly valuable in my life, and I think for me it's been, you know, I mean, I'll go even go back. You know, a, a few minutes ago, so what what does it take to be in this for the longer haul? And you know, I think maybe that's another that I would add to that list is you've got to have some folks that you trust that are further down the road than you, or at least understand the context you're in, who can speak into that. And, and, and sometimes people who aren't in like, I don't think they all have to be pastors either. I think some, oh, of no. the, some really good advice I get, some of the oh, best no, no, advice. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Yeah, definitely. Are not. people like, who are ministry people. Like some people are business. Yep. One of my guys is a business guy that was just super successful in business. And, but just bleeds wisdom. You know what I'm talking about? Like yep, you're just yep. like, I'm listening to that guy. He says something. And what he says. 
it probably won't be your senior pastor. Yeah, well, yeah. I, Not that it I, can't be. I've had senior pastors that are wise. I don't want to say I've had because I've only had three. So, <laughs> so which one wasn't? That's the question. <laughs> they, they, all my senior pastors were wise, uh, are wise. Um, they're all still alive. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> Here's what's interesting, though. Let me say it this way. I'll be real transparent. I think if my pastor happens to hear this, it'll make sense to him. My pastor from 16 years ago who lives in Texas is one of the wisest men I know. He became more valuable to me, though, for what I'm talking about today after I left. When you were no longer there. yeah. When I was no longer his youth pastor and there was no longer. And he still loved me and he still loves me. Uh, And... I still love him, and and there's a willingness to listen and help me process things, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think, uh, and it may not even be someone who's, you just got to, again, you just have to pray and think and, and look and seek the right, you know. Um, yeah, we, I, we can't tell you who, who it's going to be in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we can tell you that you need them. And mine's happened over the years. Like, they're they're all living in different places now, you know? And has that list changed for you? Because uh, I would say mine has changed some. It's not that I wouldn't still yeah. go to some of the other folks. It's just that I think... I think there are some that were on the list for a season. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. But they're no longer on the list, per se for me to call but it's not like you wouldn't call them you just don't don't you don't talk as much you just kind of but i've got five yeah i'm talking about like yeah yeah so it's good well i have no idea how many we ended up with there in our list of things probably somewhere between eight and fifteen well i mean if it's ten i mean we we combined it we each had five so we'll say it's a it's a top tennis list, yeah. and there's probably others that we could add, and I'm sure these are kind of mopey ones, but there's been good. There's been a lot of good, too. I think, like you said, yeah. this season has been so exposing yeah, and revealing, and and while a lot of these things probably feel negative to say and a little condemning, they've been incredibly refining. Yeah. Look, I, we're growing So I don't see them as this. a negative. We're growing through all this, and- Look, as podcasters, you know, you and I have have wrestled with how to maintain a youth ministry podcast. And clearly, folks that have been listening a long time, they know that we're not recording as often as we have. Sure. It's a lot easier to record whenever you can talk about all kinds of different stuff. But it's been a challenge to do this in a way where you don't. Because you don't want to get on every week and talk about, well, COVID stinks and COVID's hard. You know, COVID's hard, COVID's hard. (laughs) Uh, you know, so, yeah. uh, but the fact is, is that, yeah, I mean, it's a little, our list is kind of challenging, but it's because it's been an incredibly, it's real, you know, it's, it's been a challenging year for all of us. So that is what it is, man. We can't change that. And and I'll say this. And I want everybody to know that we're, we're, Hey, look, we're doing, we're struggling too. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It don't matter what size church you're at, man. Like, like ministry's hard right now and we're with you. Yeah, and I think if you're at a large church, you're struggling, and if you're a small church, you're struggling. And yeah, but there's some uh, there, good in it too. There's so. good, and we've we've had, and I've had moments of incredible loneliness this year. I've had moments of like, like surprise victories, yeah. you know, in ministry and in life. And I've had, it's just been all over the place. It's been such a raw nine months, in um, in such a good way. But in a way that I don't ever want to do it again. Hey, Joe, I, I don't know this off the top of my head. I'm curious. This this crossed my mind earlier. I didn't say it. I'm going to say it now because it came to me again. How long were you there at your new church before the pandemic hit in March? Uh, a, I, was, I was a year and 
two, three months. So you were barely out of your new phase before this all hit. Yeah, like I just hit two years. Yeah, this month. Yeah, that's which hard is not fun. But here's what I know. That's hard. And you know this. If you're many who are listening are probably in a similar situation because so many student pastors hit two, two and a half, three years. Oh yeah. And then God suddenly calls them to the next place all miraculously at the same time. And so there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of youth pastors that are in a similar spot. And I'm, I know how hard that is. You've, I don't, you know, I'm talking about the other guy that we hired in the middle of this thing, but like, I don't really have the legs under me yet to figure out. And what's crazy is we're talking about this as we're this week, we're planning for some stuff that may or may not ever happen in the future. But it's like trying to remember, okay, what did we, how did we do that? Like <laughs> nine yeah. months ago, like, what did that even look like? Yeah. Like, we, no, 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 no. We didn't do that. We did it. It was like this. Was it? That was like, <laughs> so it's going to be interesting as we come out. I'm excited. I'm ready to get, um, out of it and not just to be done with it. Like I'm, I'm excited and ready for the next chapter Let's go, for us in student ministry. I think we've learned so many things and I'm ready to run forward press at them, man and go at it. So well, hey, some folks that would be willing to help you with that would be why I'm 360. No doubt. They've got YM3. amazing curriculum, amazing air, all that stuff. Don't forget our sponsors. Why I'm 360. Why I'm 360 smartphones-101.com. Both of them, incredible resources. We talked about parents in this. Again, that's a incredible way right now. Easy win with totally. parents. Um, you can use longer haul, save yourself some money on that. And then if you go to YM360, it's longer haul, the number four, the letter U, for yep. those promo codes. So be sure you hit those up. Uh, this has been fun. Let's let's uh, let's not be so mopey next time. We won't be mopey. We'll have fun. It'll be the new yeah. year. We'll kick off the new year. It'll 10 be, things we're 20, looking forward to 20, in 2021. That could be 2021. Hey, um, side note, I saw two things at, at Disney while I was there. It was really funny. Okay. Um, I saw the they have the, the little book. It's like the guide book for the yeah. year. They had a whole bunch of 2020 ones still yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. And then they had a whole bunch of 2021 stuff, like right yeah. next to each other. Okay. It was weird. It's I like, don't know wow, anything that says 2020 on it. That's where we're at. clearly no one else does because they're all there still. So anyway, hey, thanks for listening today. Um, if you're not a part of the Longer Hall Super Secret Longer Hall Facebook group, man, we would love for you to join that group with us. And you know, once you give this a listen, we'll post something there. I'd love to hear the lessons that you would take away and uh, and let's learn a little bit together. Don't quit. Hang in there. It will get better. I'm confident of that. So. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for hanging right. with us. Appreciate it. See you guys in the next episode. See you later.